So, I was asked to give some sort of explanations or answers to these questions. To those people that have other religions and philosophers to respond to their arguments. And as well as those heretics who disagree with traditional Judaism. So basically what he's introducing to here, very basically, he's going to refute philosophy, the philosophical approach the Das HaFisolosophim, that discuss why, what's the purpose of creation of why we're here, the argument of the Anshi HaTorahs, which are other religions, and as well as people who have issues with Judaism, period, like not believing in Torah, Torah Shavalpeg, Torah all of those basic questions. And he writes, was a heart, he says, he's like writing it as if he remembers what happened. He says, heart, I remember what the rabbi who's, who are Eitzel, Melech Kuzar, who was in the times of the Kuzar, the king of the Kuzar, who then converted to Judaism, like 400 years ago, as this idea was recorded in history books, um, etc. That what? What was the story? The story was He had a stream that had occurred many times. He had an angel that came to him. Your intentions are desirable to God, but not your deeds. So I want to just stop here for a second. What exactly is the point being made over here? In other words, on a, on a, on a purely basic level, I think every human being senses that there's a purpose beyond just eating, drinking, making money, um, having fun, and all that. I think it's a human, natural human instinct even to sense that there's a higher, more meaningful purpose to life. In terms of religion, religion provides, so to speak, that explanation. Religion comes along to try to give us an explanation for that purpose, or try to give us a meaning by saying, this is your meaning, this is your purpose. When you're dealing with a person who doesn't, let's say, have a religious belief system or starting out, doesn't necessarily have any relationship to religion, what is their purpose? How do they see their purpose? So if you look throughout history, the, the, the great mind, so to speak, of history all dealt with this question on some level, right? You had those that believed in just pure fun, actually. Right, that was the argument that Shleiman Malach already rejects in Sefer Kehelis, that the concept of eat, drink, and be married because tomorrow I'm going to die, that's an argument that's uh, which was a prevalent argument in in, in Greek philosophy. Um, that argument is something that I think today most people will say it's enjoyable but not meaningful. Right, to just basically waste your life and just allow yourself to get more pleasure is something that's not doesn't have any meaning. And the obvious reasons for that is, is because when you find meaning in something, usually finding meaning in something is a result from some sort of growth, right? Let, let, let's discuss this for a second. How do you find meaning? What's meaning? What is what does having meaning? Right. That means you feel that you're growing somewhere, right? There's a sense of growth. So if I'm doing something that is the is the antithesis to growth, it's something that's the that's posterior to growth. It's the opposite of growth. Could I call that a meaning? Def, def, yeah, on a definitional level, you could make up a meaning in the like. Uh, I, feel I, I've, I've conquered thirty girls instead of one girl. Right. No. So correct. So you could definitely create for yourself a certain like goal, right? Um, like maybe I shouldn't say this, but I remember seeing this interview of one of these I don't know big hotshots somewhere, and you know in the movie industry or whatever it was, and his and his. 
he was proud, he felt so proud that he said that he was able, he had relations with over a thousand women. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, there's a few thoughts that went through my mind, but like, um, he's a liar. It was supposed to be in six months. What do you mean supposed to be? He, he said he had six months. How many within six months? He that's what it was? Yeah. Oh, that's what it was? Yeah, the guy's a rapper. He doesn't do math. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever it was. I don't remember where, what, and how. But the point is, is like to me, like, the, yeah, there are people in the world today, and if we take this to the realms of, 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 of social media, especially with TikTok and all of these things, what, what it creates for us is a sense that what is meaningful is the ability to brag, basically. Having relations with a thousand women in and of itself is not mean, it doesn't have a bragging uh, uh, status. It's a you can tell someone else that you did it, right? Right, the fact that you had another, uh, you had a thousand different women, like Shleim Amal had a thousand different women, is in itself is garnished. What is that? You can right? Say that you conquered your fears, right? Like, okay, you could find, you could, right? right? It's like people who watch movies and they say, what do you mean the movie's teaching me so much about life? You obviously are trying to rationalize or justify your behavior by trying to find meaning in some level. Obviously, there's things that, in, in small things, but again, the point is that. It false meaning. There's no growth. The point is, is that you're not growing anywhere. There's nothing where you could say, is I started here and I moved towards something greater, right? So if it's about bragging rights and pride, it's like, as as a child, I was into sports, you know, and I used to, I I loved playing sports, which I still would be if I had time, and um, I like, I used to um, follow sports. And when I got older, I really started questioning this because the rational mind kicked in. I'm like, what am I really, what's really getting me to follow sports? Now, anybody who's who's a sports fan knows that it doesn't have really any rationale to it, right? It doesn't, it doesn't make, what? I think it does I'm not saying it doesn't. I, uh, how you live life, uh, no, it creates uh, definitely the emotional ebb and flow of life, and it produces a sense of competition, whatever it is. Yeah, no, there's definitely factors of of of, of sports of of sports in general that has elements of that. But I, I was discussing it more in the sense of where does I feel? Why do I get so excited if my team won, and why do I get so down if my team lost? It's not even. It's not right. It's it's like what connection do they have to me? They don't know me. They don't care about me. I don't shouldn't care about them. Like if they're across running across the street, at least I wouldn't care to go over and shake their hand, right? I'm not one of those people that feel great that wow, I shook the hand of some. You know, my you know I don't have that. That's me personally. Maybe other people do. No, even if I see them, like to me, like it happened once. Like I, I was actually. There was, there was, I was learning with someone. We were learning in the, in, in, in Lombrea, there's a shul called the Chesidah So we had made up to learn on Shabbos. So um, he comes in all excited. He says, you know who's outside? This and the sports player. Some, I think some uh, player on the Lakers at the time or whatever it was. And I'm like, okay. He's like, what do you mean? You're not going to go out to see him? And, you know, I said, doesn't interest me. I don't know if that would make a difference. If, you, if, you, if I want to psychoanalyze my motivation at the time, I think there's certain people that this notion of caring for others or being, 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 uh, creating other people as your idol, as your idol, is something that I don't relate to. You're I know people do that, but I don't relate to that. But I think for different people, it's different things. Like maybe for us, or we, we would be like meeting the someone like the rev, like the rev, the rev. For them, no, so that, 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 
that that is true. But even with the Rebbe, it's different because on my from my from my bittel side, in other words, my reason why I would feel that great feeling to the Rebbe is not so much because of my yesh side. It's not coming from my ego side. It's not coming from my metzias. It's coming from my deep sense of who I'm, who I really am, or so to speak, the sense of bittel, which creates a whole different world. So what? Yeah, it's a it's a whole different relationship. It's not like wow, I'm in the presence of this great genius, and uh, you know, it's it's a very different. I wouldn't feel like wow, I said I was by Reb Chaim Kanievsky. I no, I would want to go out. I maybe would want to go out because of Kavod Torah or because of the fact that maybe I could discuss something with him. I probably wouldn't have the chutzpah to talk with him. Who's? But I'm saying is the idea of feeling. Like wow, I could say that I met this person would have no meaning to me. Okay, so that's that's some people will say that, but I'm saying there are people that would feel that just the fact that they could say this, I'm not going to wash this hand because it touched, you know, uh, LeBron James. You know, I LeBron James had some sort of garbage on the hand when he shook it at the time. I'm not going to touch, right? That idea. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, yeah, so you could. Right, it becomes, right, so that's the idea of creating this idle type of situation. I remember years ago, Obama was passing through Crown Heights. It was a Friday, he was passing through Crown Heights. And it was, people went out to go see him. So my brother went out, and I asked my brother, like, what are you going to see? He says, what do you mean? That there's a concept of seeing a king or someone that presents that office, make a bracha on it. So it was something like what you're saying, right? There's some... And to me, the dafka not going to go. You know, like it was sort of like a sense of like he doesn't stand to have in my mind that placement of like whatever. Yeah, but like, but the point was is that 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 kind of yeah, there is that argument that there it, it has it's not necessarily the person per se. It's the you admire what he stands for. He's a terror scholar. He's he's a, he's very he's very good at, at, at sports, right? That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, it's like they want to say people's sex, uh, people's right. Yeah, why? Rav Mechabed Ashirim. Right. No, in a there is a, but that's not the person. It's a different thing. It's the it's it's the fact that God gifted this person to have this money gives obviously there must be something choshev and there's an inner respect. I'm not even talking about respect though. That's a different word. It's not it's not respect. It's like sense of like like again, idolizing someone, making someone into an idol to you. Like thinking like wow, you know, it's like you have these singers in the world that have millions of fans because why? Because people have they did. Why is this person and they and they, and not only that. They they have a million or six a hundred a billion followers on their whatever it is Instagram and Twitter. They write, I just went to the bathroom. All of a sudden, a million people looked at that. Like who? <laughs> but for them, it's like wow, he just went to the bathroom. I need to know about his life. You know what I'm saying? Like that is what stocks for bathroom go up. In other words, the point is the point is I don't want to focus on this too much because it's really being derailed from my the discussion. I think that's the reason why they do that. Like I could rationalize it also. Not necessarily. It's not that you want to be like it. No, it's not just who you want to be like him. There's there's certain people. There's a certain nature of being a follower or being a a a a, a sense of like you know it's meaningful to you quote unquote by living by, by idolizing people. 
It's not just because you want to be there. Whatever. I'm not trying to psychoanalyze the reasons right now. I'm just discussing the fact that there's such people. My point, getting back to the point, is that, again, a person who says that I was boil a thousand women, it's not about the, the action. It's more the, 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 the ability to, to brag about it. So how much meaning is that, right? Validation. What validation and all those things. So again, if we're focusing on meaning, meaning is defined by growth. Okay, that's what meaning really is. Meaning is defined by growth. So if you feel like you're growing and there's something where you started on, on the baseline and you went up, that's called meaningful, right? There is there's an element of achievement, there's an element of where you you know you've you've gone from from you know like a child or a plant let's say a plant a plant developing from a seed into 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 a budding little flower into whatever it's supposed to grow into that's that's a sense of achievement achievement that has a meaning source to it yeah you're you're creating a healthier what why what about what Tara says that Ishmael to make lanapshu safer in religion. Enough for to be to give people meaning in life. The fact that. Oh, okay. One sec. One sec. Okay. 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 Hold on a second. Okay. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You'll get weaker and weaker. No. One second. Okay. No. 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 Okay. So what you're asking is a question that 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 I wanted to get to, which is the next stage, which is. What? No. But his point is no. I I I was saying is I said earlier that religion is something that provides a meaning. Right, because it sort of like the, allows you to sense something that you should be connecting to to grow in. So you're saying if that's the case, it doesn't follow that everything that has a meaning is a religion. No, no, it's not his point. His point just is why aren't people satisfied with that? Not that it should be a religion. Why aren't people satisfied with just working out and that sort of gives them their meaning in life? Right? That's what you're asking. So that's that's the that's the next step. That's once you define that you want a meaning in life, you want to grow. What what really is that calling? What do you really feel is that? In other words, like you just acknowledged, there are many things that we could find meaning in or growth more in. Purpose and more um, depends how you define purpose. I think it's more well, connected. What's the, purpose, what, what's the purpose of all of it? Right, right, right. Not that. Right, right. So you could say right, correct. You could go there, and I, then I would go even a step deeper, which is, am I actually completing myself? In other words. You could be doing a lot of things which are quote unquote meaningful, meaning they have growth, but is that is that is that is that an expression of myself? Is that me growing as a person? Right? If I work out and I feel like I'm getting healthier, I'm being able to 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 to, to I'm more in shape or whatever it is, and, and I and I and I and I reach the climax of that, right? After a year or two in the gym, I have reached whether my goal is to look a certain way or my goal is to feel healthy or whatever it is, I've accomplished that. Did I actually did I actually grow in terms of who I think I am as a person? In other words, physically I achieved certain things that now I'm much healthier, etc. But is a person does a person sense that that is a state of completion within themselves? In other words, in growth, growth then has to have a certain relativity. Is it something that is based on me? Do I feel this is me that I just grew as as you know, it's like using something out to its max, using something out to its full potential. Are you are you feeling because you worked out that therefore you've used out all your potential, or you feel yeah you grew in certain areas, you've developed this a healthier lifestyle or whatever. But that's the that's the application of working out and, and long term. 
No, but I'm talking about as a purpose, as a meaning, right? So you could have it. What decides what what gives us full scope of your growth? Because we, in our religion, we don't we don't want to reach our peak physical performance level. Right, because right, no, no, no. Okay, okay. So that's another side to the question. In other words, what you're now focusing on is that even if I do see this meaningful, would that be a reason for me to even entertain it? I'm more focusing on the fact that let's say I do, I do, I do do it. I do, you know, I'm, I am so to speak. Uh, obsessed maybe about working out, right? And I do it on a, on a daily basis, on a, a sort of ritualistically, so to speak. You know, I am religious about it. Um, does that make it therefore my ultimate? Does that say that this is where I really want to grow the most, right? What you're saying is not only does it take me where I want to grow my most, but should I even put an effort into it? Is it something that's even valuable to me, right? At all. At all. Well, that, that's that's the two sides. Which one of them is that you think that, that, that's right, 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 right. So, so, so that's that. right. So that's a discussion. That's that's the discussion. Another discussion is when you're talking about meaning. How do you decide, or what makes, what pulls a person to decide that this is something which is actually meaningful? Not only meaningful, but meaning growth. But it's meaningful in the sense that I, I want to. I feel I should be um, working across to do that, and I feel therefore that this is. A sense of completion of who I am. And you can say okay. maximize all ability. So that, that would be really physical, stronger. mental, uh, emotional. Then you could have a balanced set of meaning. Okay, so 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 again, if if that's where you feel, let's say there are people, let's say let's say mountain climbers, right? Let's say you have a mountain climber. So his goal is to climb all the big peaks in the world. So he's going to climb, you know, K2. All the Himalayan massive, you know, the highest mountains in the world. I think there's like 14 of them, right? You know, you have all the, you have Everest and all the big mountains. So now, to him, it's not just about saying and bragging. It's also a certain sense of physical fitness, right? Endurance or whatever it is. So, so to speak, there is a goal. There is a meaning to that, that you're able to prove you're fit and all that. And also you sort of like, you know, put yourself in a very dangerous spot or whatever it is, right? Um, but is that something that the person, so once they finished and they climbed all the 14 peaks that's, in the world. Well, not using regardless of what it is, finishing is the problem. Well, that's it's one problem. problem. That's a problem. That's part of the problem. Right. But I'm asking you, even once, even, I'm not saying finishing is now what to do. I'm saying is, even within the sense of, let's say, you do feel like this was a purpose. My question is, do you see that purpose as being the ultimate, like the, the full sense of yourself being um, maximize so who you are. Well, that's what I'm arguing. No, but my point, okay, that is the motivator behind it. In other words, if you feel connected to something very deeply, so what's motivating you is, is to say that I want to do this because I feel the purpose or, the, or I feel the meaning I behind the it. You could argue that. Yeah, well, the meaning is the fact that you sense the growth that's going to happen from there, correct. But I'm saying is, would a person, even during that stage where they're motivated, feel, you know what, I'm actually fully making, I'm, 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 but not just, not value in the thing itself, as a tired person, in my whole being, is this what I value as being myself? Let's say for myself, right, where I value the most, at least on some level, I mean, I'm married, I have kids, I have a wife. There's value, tremendous value in there, and I love learning, right? When the two clash, which one is more important to me, right? That, that's, so to speak, where you define something that's meaningful and then something which is where you feel is really maximizing you. 
whether maybe the question of purpose comes in is also sort of very true. Like now you see that the purpose is more for your children than for you. That could be also argued. But even in that, there's still whatever. There's still to discuss. But I'm saying the meaning in relation to, right? I could see meaning in everything, but why am I going to gravitate or why am I going to push myself in this specific area, right? The argument I'm saying is based on the fact that you feel like you're actually fully um, maximizing yourself. Are you, are you, are you, are you, are you fully... Um, and you're saying you can't get that from just, from just the height. So that's why I was saying that what you do everything. If you, if you work out everything that you contain, right, that you exist, which Judaism does do that, then you, you can remove, in a sense, the Judaism part of it. Okay, so, 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 so that's, where, that's where this point becomes. Okay, so let me discuss what, what Moti is saying, and let me, let me explain how this works. But I just want to bring back to the, that we recognize where this is all coming from. The Kuzari is saying that he had a dream where he says, your intentions are correct, but your actions aren't. That means you could be, have the right intentions. You want to do, you want to live a meaningful life. Doesn't mean your choices or what you think is meaningful is correct, right? Now, so the question becomes, the eventual argument is going to be Judaism is the way you satisfy that, right? So the question will be why, right? But, so let, let us discuss, there's two, there's two elements, okay? Let's look at a regular human being. A regular human being, let's say, according to Chassidus, Chassidus explains a regular human being has ten koiches, right? That's a koiches and nefesh. Chabad, chagas, nehim. Netzachayd Yisoyed, and Malchus is nehim, right? The function between the three, Chabad refers to the intellectual, chagas is the pure emotional, nehim refers to the practical, the way it's going to actually express itself, and the way it actually is brought out to the outside world, Okay. You could feel very accomplished by maximizing all of those abilities. That means you could feel like you've fully uh, engaged your chokhmah, fully engaged your bina and das and all that. You've been able to take all the personality, 16 personality types and be able to incorporate all the different aspects of them and be able to really become, as what they're trying to do with genetically modifying human beings, so to speak, being able to harness all the qualities and make the perfect human, so to speak, right? That's one level of 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 purpose or meaning. There's one level of, of state of completeness, right? A meaningful state of completeness. Have you transcended? Have you gone beyond yourself? Have you have you have you have you been able to take it to the next level? Right? Is that relevant in purpose? One second. One second. No, no, not just about boredom. In other words, like this. If I if okay, we're talking about a human being. If I have a machine, the obvious bend is like something, you know, you have to get a new phone. And like sometimes you you know you're like someone points out to you like how you could do something like oh I never thought about it I never knew that right so now you feel like you didn't maximize using your phone properly now you know you could do this other thing right so either it's a cool thing or it's something that is just more useful or whatever it is right so you feel like you just didn't use out your talent your phone talent your phone ability as much so that makes you feel like you want to the motivation of being the meaning in it is being able to maximize your phone to the most use as much ability as it could. The same thing you could say as a human being. We're all like a machine. We all have sort of natural uh, ability, and we want to be able to maximize 
so to speak, use all of them. So if you're good at music, you're good at singing, you're good at writing, you're good at thinking, you're good at you know driving people crazy, whatever it may be, you could all maximize all of those abilities and be able to say you've maximized or utilized, not maximized perhaps, but utilized all those abilities. But never has there a point been where you've been able to therefore say, I have completely transformed or transcended myself, where I've become something other than just my raw abilities. The argument here, not necessarily here yet, but we'll have to see this more, is that inherent to every human being, and this is an idea that is also um, mentioned by Rene Descartes in his um, five, um, he has a book called Five Meditations. Um, I think it's called Five Meditations on First Philosophy. In that book, he defines five ways to proving God. That's basically his point. But in, in, I think it's in Meditation 3 or whatever, but he, he discusses the idea of perfection. And what he says is that there's an innate um, sense, right? There's an innate sense that every human being has that they want to be perfect, right? And his argument is that sense of wanting to be perfect is stemming from the fact that we sense that there is perfection in the world. And what's that perfection in the world? Is God. So we'll never be perfect because there's only one real perfect thing, and that's God, but we sense to be perfect. In Rene Descartes' world, perfection means being the perfect you. There's no transcendence. You're not becoming something other than you. You're becoming strictly the perfect you. You're becoming the perfect machine. You're harnessing all the energies you have of yourself. In Judaism or in religion, the concept is not just perfecting you. The point is transcending the you, being able to sur surpass or overcome. In Chassidus, the words are b'chol mo'idecha. Right, so you say Let's say in a relationship, when you have a relationship, you will have a relationship with a spouse, with your wife. There's a certain point where you feel that what I'm doing is for me, right? It's You feel a connection to the person. You love the person. You want to help the person because you're getting something from it, right? It's 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 selfish on some level. And then it's which it transcends the selfish point, but it's still a sense of where. You're going within your means. It's still within you. B'chol is where you come to a point where it's completely something out of your, sort of your Caleb. You're doing something, the relationship has transcended to a point where it's no more about you. It's about just the person. It's just about the relationship. It's transcending even your, what you think is your natural ability. Taking out the garbage. <laughs> Taking out the garbage for maybe some. But the, the point is, is that there's a point in the relationship where you completely go beyond, where you completely change. I remember when I was first, in my first few months in marriage, so I was uh, having a, I guess you could call it a parbrengen with some of my students from the, you know, in the past. And they were obviously of marriageable age and we're discussing marriage. So I was the big maven in marriage already because of why, because I was married for a few months. Um, and they're discussing like, what's the virtues of getting married? And I was saying, you know, like one of the things that you begin to realize is how there's a complete breaking of the self that you thought of yourself to a whole new you. So my wife obviously heard this, not obviously she heard it, she heard it and she obviously counted, ah, so that's the whole purpose of marriage. <laughs> like, whatever, I'm leaving you But the point is, is that... So basically, you don't really know who you're dating. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Great. Right. So uh, Jackie Mason has this joke that uh, he says that he went to a psychiatrist, psychologist, and he says this, he tells the psychologist that he's trying to, he's, he doesn't know who he is. He, you know, he lists his problems, so the psychologist does, you know, the problem is, this is not the real you. 
find the real you will cost you 120 bucks a visit. So he says, 120 bucks a visit. Let him find me. Why'd I have to go find him? And he goes through a whole routine. Then he says, and how do you know that maybe, how do I know how, how I'm going to find the real me? Where is the real me? Do my friends know where he went. Where is the real me? Then he says, and would it be surprising that maybe the real me is you and you owe me 120 bucks? That, but that's, he's, he's bringing out this, this idea, right? He's laughing on it on that level. Like, who's the real me, right? But yes, there is that concept of, where you actually become aware of something that's something that's totally you were not at all you were unaware of that thing. What pulls you to that level in a relationship? What pulls you to that level is your wife or that other thing. Your children also can pull you to that level. That means there's something that's driving you outside of yourself. The argument of religion is that there's something that's pulling you beyond your natural abilities. Working out in the gym is something which is very meaningful, perhaps but it's all within yourself. You haven't been pulled to something above you. You haven't been taken to something outside of you. You haven't been able to um, transform yourself. Isn't his argument predicated on the fact that religion is the only thing that could justify meaning? Here you're saying that you could have meaning from other things, but the best, greatest meaning is from religion. Absolutely. To argue that there is no other meaning... No, his point is, is that you're trying to reach your ultimate, you're trying to be sad, you're trying, the language in the Hebrew is your intentions is desirable by God, which means, if you think about it, what does it mean your, your intentions by God? That means the assumption is, is that you're trying to transcend yourself to connect to God. So he's his, his focusing on his need for wanting to be connecting to God, which we will call religious connection. But he says you're failing in terms of your actions. What you're choosing to do is not being successful. So he actually specifies the meaning that we all have to strive for. Right, exactly. So what I'm saying is, yes, for sure, there could be meaningful in many things. I mean, this is an obvious question. I've, 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 you know, it's hard, to assume that there is no meaning in anything else in life is, is I think, I think is ridiculous. There's obviously meaning in other things. The question is, it does it does it does it actually take me to that transcendent, transformed self? And as the Rambam writes in 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 his Pirushim Mishnayis that the ultimate, here he's talking about purpose, not meaning. He says the purpose of everything and anything in a created form is to, trans, is to transcend their, their, their disposition or their nature. That means the animal, why is the animal meant to be consumed? Because the animal then comes transformed into a human being type of thing. Can you find meaning in, in working towards something that isn't actually there? So that's already we'll have to... Or, or he's saying that, that on a worldview where there is something there, that would make more sense. Okay, so the question obviously is, if I'm... A, if I'm focusing now as religion being that thing that's pulling me to a higher plane, well, what, first of all, what does that mean? And then more importantly, how does that work? Because if I don't feel like I'm actually working towards something because I don't see it, then maybe I, it's not pulling me anyway, right? Right. doing religion wrong. Okay, right. So that's the question. That's his question. So that's something we're going to have to discuss. Yeah. Let's say you somehow, somehow Judaism was disproved. Right? Yeah. I mean, not possible. Like, right. The same way you can't prove it, you can't disprove it. Okay, but let's say there's a way to completely disprove it. Yeah. Would you want to keep believing it just so you have some sort of meaning? That is a very good question. You you really get to the question. The question really is. Question is more like this. If I have no other, let's say we're. In other words, if religion will inhibit certain other things that I would value, then maybe, yes, I would drop religion. But then the argument is, if religion does not inhibit, 
So then what will be the reason to drop religion? Will it be quite right? hard to work towards something that you don't believe in? Oh, so the only that's, thing, that's right, the only thing would be is that I'm living a lie. Well, that right? That's the meaning. Exactly. The meaning needs to be perfect. I mean, right, right. Meaning is only meaningful if you're working towards that's it. Right, and you believe in it, and it's something that is true to you. Right, you have to see that it has some truth but, to it. Well, so Judaism is imposed that here to give us a leader. We're here to fulfill the purpose of religion. Okay, that's that's why that's, what, that's why I didn't want to bring in purpose because purpose is no no it definitely has to be brought in. Right, no, there's a difference between purpose and meaning. Oh yeah, for sure, for okay, for sure. But I'm working within the person, not. There is a meaning out. No, no you could define. Everything else is just. How do I know what my purpose is? You can only say that transcending yourself is meaningful. Okay, let me ask you a question. Let me. So let me give. Let, we have three. We have two minutes. Let me just. Let me give an example, and maybe tomorrow we can continue this and then move along in this as well. But let me give an example. Um, let's say take the person who's who's working out. Right? They find meaning in it. Do they find purpose in the working out? What's the purpose? They don't necessarily say purpose. The meaning is they want to be healthy or they want to look a certain way. There's no, there's no eventual purpose per se, right? Um, would a person have an ability to create a purpose? Would a person have the ability to create a purpose on their own? In other words, could I create my own purpose? It doesn't sound intuitively correct. Right. Could I say that? Right. So in other words, I could decide a meaning. I could create a meaning. Meaning could be relative. Purpose cannot be relative per se. Not at least not. Redefined, but you can't choose what brings you purpose. But I'm sure there are other things that will bring you purpose. No, granted. But let's say, but right. But I'm saying, let's say in marriage, the purpose of marriage is not my own. There is an idea of marriage that becomes purposeful beyond me. But also my purpose is to be married. Right, but that's not something I create. Right. Right? So my point is is that you can't, why I didn't bring in purpose here is because I'm focusing on the person, he's trying something. He's, he's working with a certain sense of his meaning. He may believe also that the purpose is to connect to God. Which is a sounds like, yes, true, that his purpose is to connect to God and he's not being successful in that. But I'm saying is, if you're focusing on meaning, you could be doing a lot of things that are meaningful. Doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> that you're actually fulfilling that and getting to that point. That's that's where I'm going with that. So there's a lot of purpose that we, we're here in this world to, to give, and not to, just to receive, to give people. The more you give, the more you receive. So really, that, that argument does that falls apart because also that can't be everyone. That's not going to be everybody's purpose. The bottom line is. Yeah, but idea of giving, you say inherently, giving itself is also selfish. Even the most altruistic purpose, altruistic person, is that. That's another discussion. That that maybe we'll have to discuss another time. Hopefully, we'll continue tomorrow. We'll get a little bit more clarity on this whole uh, discussion.